Club and our third annual Halloween Havoc Spooktacular. And this year, we're holding this party down at our favorite watering hole, the Dunes Cantina. Uh, join the Joe Blow Horror Show Discord. You could be a part of this motherfucker. For I'm, free. Yes, it's free. <laughs> Emphasize the freeness. Because Free. Nobody wants to, zero, zero dollars. Because motherfuckers pesos. don't want to fucking own shit anymore. Yeah. Uh, I'm your ghost host with the most, Hogzilla most, uh, Travis Maxwell Boone, joined by my tried and true, boy cowboy, crusher of the natter days, Brent Gable. Hmm. Um, okay. What? Yeah, what? Well, I, I am drinking natter days, so, okay. <laughs> So have I just have I just thoroughly replaced Ricky and he just has no purpose anymore? Is that yep, like, is so that gotten to? Yeah, next up, well, the, keeper, sad. the keeper of the contracts and the freshest zombie in our rotten ass garbage patch uh, is Ricky. Ricky, that's me. NY. NY Rick. I turned myself Rick. into an NY, NY Rick. NY Rick. <laughs> NY. No one? All right, fuck y'all. None of them. That's a shame. Not a single one. Oh, they're in was. We only chant. We only chant here for very specific reasons, and it's not that. That sucks. Uh, I can give you two of them. (laughs) Speaking of someone who doesn't suck and flashes his balls all over the place, we also joined tonight at this festive ass party by the host of Fixie's Playground, Mister Trevor Jordan Blanchard. That's right. I'm the OG Trevor, motherfuckers. Well, and just just so everybody knows. Keep an eye on our Patreon and our OnlyFans because I'm gonna fly to Louisiana and I'm gonna milk Trevor online for everyone to see. Yep. So yep. and we're and we're gonna make popcorn. Five ninety nine. You could watch it too. You can watch a grown man be milked by another. Yeah. For, for only five ninety nine plus plus shipping and handling, you can get some of the butter yourself. There oh, you go. Shit. Yeah. Okay. Everyone can get mailed like a little vial full of Trev butter. That's right. Not not that no. Uh, see, we talked about this. Not that kind of you, butter. We're you, not prostate milking. You we might, are actually going to milk look, his teeth. All, all I'm saying is it's it's possible you might gain an inch if you eat this butter. I don't know Just why like, you're so true. fucking against this man-on-man love, dude. It's 2022. Calm down. Well, no, it's just not my thing. I don't want to go down there and milk Trevor's prostate. That just that doesn't sound like a vacation to me. It sounds like the seventh circle of hell. What you don't want to cam- just hold the camera? Then we'll take care of it. Yeah, I was gonna say you don't want to do what your friends already do. <laughs> look, look, it's a it's a team effort. Okay, it's a team effort. Show up. So, <laughs> so when the cops show up, I can just go. I was just holding the camera. Okay, That's right. Sure. That's okay. right. Why are the cops showing up? What the fuck's going on, man? I it just seems like. It. Because, because it when like it happens, scene from Clerks too. we're we're gonna have a following, and like there's gonna be a crowd, and they're gonna get rowdy. Because who wouldn't yeah. get rowdy if yeah. they were watching me be milked? I got it's nervous be, as yeah. fuck. 
a grown man squealing like a pig, someone's going to call the cops. I mean, it's well, just kind of, there's some weird cool. noises coming from the next room. Can you go and check it out? Yeah, it's going to happen. That's right. Also, we do have another yeah, guest. Bud. We do have another guest uh, running around in the background over at Grindhouse's place. We got that fucking famous pussycat. That's showing us asshole. ass right now. That cat's it's officially, asshole. It's it's officially an episode now, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Excuse me, sir. Don't start till the sir, cat holes out. Sir, excuse me. I need to check your asshole. Check all up inside that. <laughs> I have, asshole. I have, I have started an OnlyFans for this cat. It's just called Kex's asshole. Just look that up. You'll see it. Okay, I'm. A, let me go make an OnlyFans. Now account. the cops are gonna show up and, <laughs> and subscribe. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, are we promoting bestiality on here? What the fuck is going on? Halloween no, it's, havoc! No, no, it's just, we're it's not, just, we're not I'm those not, kind of guys. Not even Lalo, a little bit. Okay? I'm, just saying no, that when no, I'm down not. here recording. The cat occasionally shows its asshole, and I'm smart enough to use the internet to uh, propagate my fiduciary means. So, That's right. yeah. somebody's got to pay the taxes for for Zombie Incorporated. Yeah, it's not going to be uh, me. Turns out it's a cat. <laughs> the cat's paying all the taxes and all the bills right. right now. That's right. Well, I have I have three followers on OnlyFans, and it's all you guys. And the cat's asshole has got like seventeen million. So well, you know, yeah, yeah. I'm happy to be seventy <laughs> percent of the taxpayers of this this operation. <laughs> <laughs> well, you wanted you wanted Halloween havoc, Travis. You're getting uh, it. <laughs> oh, so since we are here at the Dunes Cantina, um. I want to ask, what's everybody drinking? Cold brew, monster. <laughs> this this shit's all right. <clears throat> so so what he's saying is is I'm not the only thing that got milked tonight. Uh-huh. Obviously, Bigfoot got milked earlier. Yeah. And yeah. now and and now Ricky is drinking his juices. Holy Dude. fuck! Monster Big- energy drink is just Bigfoot jizz. <laughs> Bigfoot. That's, yeah, that's bro. exactly what it is. Pretty that much. Yes. So happy. Yeah, bro. <laughs> well, and you know me, I'm rec- I'm recording with y'all, so I got me some Matterdays just to rub in Ricky's face because I can still Ooh, find it up here for nice. now five dollars for a twelve pack. That's right. Every time, every single time I go buy a beer, I look for the Matterdays, and unfortunately, I just don't find them. I've been I've been seeing them at certain places. I've been grabbing them when I go, but I don't have any today. There you go. Gotcha. I don't I don't think I'm drinking tonight, boys. I'm pretty tired. And uh, just kind of taking a break from it. There you go. Nothing like so. Sasquatch jids to get you through the episode. Yeah, yeah, man. So. What you guzzling down over Hell there? Yeah, because I know it ain't Sasquatch jids. Right. Bigfoot. No, no. My, I am, I am drinking uh, Jim Bean on the rocks. Fuck oh, yeah! Snap. With 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 a little bit of Coke mixer, and by a little bit, I mean a little bit. And uh, <laughs> it's going pretty good so far. T Rev's ahead of the game. In keeping with the uh, tradition, I'm drinking some fucking gas station <laughs> beer tonight. I got some natty daddies, cause ah! all right, boys. Um, we might have some other patrons barging in through the doors of Dunes tonight, but uh, until they do, what we have in store for all you lovely listeners. Wow, I sound like Brian from Chuddle. Okay, um, <laughs> and Ricky Chuddle, fucking, Chuddle. He ran. He ran off of that. Yeah, shout out to Chuddle the Pod. Uh. We have some trick-or-treat trivia again this year. Trev was on the first actual Halloween Havoc episode, and we right. did we did trick-or-treat trivia for real that year because we had some nasty-ass jelly beans. Tonight, we only have um, a future um, – uh, the promise of future lashings for wrong answers. Your well, silence, go- your silence is well, content. It's too late. 
That's consent. Yeah. No. If, if I'm if all I'm right. going if I'm going to milk Trevor, I can beat him while I'm down there too. That's well. Fine. Uh, I feel like my break from drinking was long enough. So. <laughs> <laughs> now I have a purple haze by Abita. That's right. Cheers. Big cheers. So, so what we've learned is Bigfoot's jizz just makes you thirsty for yeah. a cold yeah. brew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, it does. I turned to sobriety and it was the longest 47 seconds of my life. Yes. <laughs> All right. We got that. We got that trick or treat trivs. Uh, I was t- I was telling the boys, Rick, um, we don't have the nasty jelly beans this year, but whoever gets an answer wrong in the future, we get to fucking whip the shit out of them with something. That's fine. That sounds cool. I'll take the whipping over the jelly beans, bro. Damn. Like, yeah. Fuck that I- rotten. Fuck that rotten milk jelly bean. Just Dude, that rotten know. egg was. Oh god. <laughs> We're also gonna do some uh, a round of kaiju giallos. That's gonna be some 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 dope ass fucking shit and. This has been almost a year in, in uh, the, the anticipation has been building. It's going to be like a grand climax of sorts, Bigfoot jizz climax. We're going to do a uh, compare, contrast, throwdown for Friday the 13th, 1980, and Friday the 13th, 2009. Notice I didn't say and nine because I'm not a fucking moron. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah, that's right. I'm throwing shade at every motherfucker that's ever done that, including myself. <laughs> well, I watched both of those movies today, and uh, I was impressed by how unimpressed I kind of was. Ooh. But oh. I'm not going to tell you which one. Yeah, yeah. Let's save that shit. So uh, what I will say is I rekindled my love for one of those movies. Mm-hmm. Me too. And I, I don't – obviously, I'm not going to give it away right now. But I will say that uh, I I was like, man, there's a reason I knew I liked this this movie, which I like both of them. So you know, little spoiler alert there. I do like both movies. It's yeah, not like I don't. That's so, yeah, me too. Yeah, I'll, I'll get into that later as well because I think that's that's been kind of lost in the ether. This is yeah, I'll save all that for the for the fucking showdown there. Yeah. This is my fault. I admit it. This is my fault that this has to be done. But <laughs> all right, it's okay. That's the impetus is Grindhouse's ignorance. Um, so. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Let's get into some <laughs> trick or treat. I'm gonna go round table with you motherfuckers. They only got three motherfuckers here, so uh everyone else loses out. Boss tune ain't bitch tune ain't here. Um we, we were supposed that to That sounds a- like his loss. It tuna. is it's gonna be his loss. He's gonna ah. lose out on all this. Ah. Let's go alphabetical, but do we go by nicknames or real names? It don't matter, bro. It really doesn't matter because it would end up the same. I'm Big Mamu Rick. That's why. <laughs> We're gonna do it uh, al- alphabetical. We'll, we'll give uh, the newest addition to the nightclub the first go around here. Break I, them in for me, bro. I can't promise that these questions are gonna be easy or hard. I don't know. I just threw some together. Some I came up with. Some I pulled from the internet. So cool. Here we go. Woo! Grindhouse. <clears throat> which classic horror movie was originally titled, and these are multiple choice, so I'm going to give you some choices. Which classic horror movie was originally titled The Babysitter Murders? Was Halloween. it? Yeah, can, Halloween. Can yeah. I fucking give the. No. Bruh. It was too easy. Yeah, but I write this shit out. <laughs> Time this out. Is, no. Okay, well, stop, stop, just stop. It's funnier to leave that in. <laughs> <laughs> 
(laughs) (laughs) Okay, yes, it's Halloween. Jesus Christ. Uh, (laughs) Ricky. Yo. What was the original title of Disney's Hocus Pocus? Season of the Witches? I Put a Spell on You. Halloween House? Or the Sisters Sanderson? I Put a Spell on You. Nice. Halloween House. You get the no first shit. lashing, you son of a bitch. Yeah, that's the dumbest title. I'm glad they changed it. Yeah. I could, I, like, I don't know what's what's Halloween about their house. I mean, it's pretty Halloween-esque because it takes place. But I'm saying, like, why their house? Does the Most of the movie don't take place in their house. Halloween House of a Thousand uh, the, Corpses. Yeah, which, I mean, at that, at that point, <laughs> the bank already foreclosed on it. So it's no longer their home. <laughs> Damn. I don't remember that part of the movie. It would have happened. I mean, in real, in the real life, it had it, it happened. The, the mailbox they had was full of envelopes. Shit, they never saw. Them. They never <laughs> saw them. Well, but the movie title of Three Homeless Bitches Casting Spells" would not have really taken. People would not have You're right. That. You're right. I, I wouldn't have. Some, ho- well, some ho- well, hobo well, witches. Uh, the the hobo title witches. would have been "Welfare Witches." Yeah, dude. <laughs> dude. <Nice>. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like a porno waiting to happen. This, yeah, dude. I'd watch that. I would watch that. I would watch it too. (laughs) This is my magic wand. Where do you want me to put it? And then, like, Trevor would get in with the whole prostate thing and then just be on from there. Trevor would get in with the (laughs) prostate thing. (laughs) All right. Speaking of uh, prostates, Trev. um, Yeah. (laughs) Which of the following was the first horror movie to be nominated for Best Picture at the Oscars? Is it The Shining? The Exorcist, Psycho, or The Silence of the Lambs? All of the above. The Shining. Trev gets the second lashing. It's actually The Exorcist. Really? Nice. I'm not surprised. All those movies are awesome. I was kind of surprised when I first read that. I'm like, wait, that movie was nominated for Best Picture in 1973 or 4, whenever they, you know. The Oscars are always offset by a year because of how they come out. What? Yeah. Because you got to give movies a stupid. You got to give them a year to. It's why we do our best of end of the year show in February. Same reason, then. Yeah, we're like the Oscars of horror podcasting. Um, We're stupid, and that's the way we like it. We're stupid and meaningless, (laughs) and no one gives a shit. uh, That's the way we like it. Correct. All right, Mister Zombie, who is the pioneer of the science fiction horror subgenre? Is it H.P. Lovecraft? Richard Matheson, Mary Shelley, or John W. Campbell? Oh. These are all authors, by the way. I have to go Mary Shelley. Oh, ding, 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 ding. He gets the first right answer of the night. Uh, Mm -hmm. The second right answer of the night. I got my first one right, too. I'm not counting that one because you didn't let me fucking finish what I wrote. Your slowness does not uh, outweigh my correctness. That that is a that is a perfectly good math equation, I think. Um, <laughs> yeah, Mary Shelley for um and for any, any listeners out there who don't I went know, to public school, but I'm pretty sure that math checks out. <laughs> Mary Shelley <laughs> wrote Frankenstein, so that horror classic is widely considered the original mm, science yeah. fiction horror story. This might be an easy one for Rick. In what movie does someone get hit in the face with an axe while listening to Hip to be square. Friday the 13th. <laughs> yeah, he knows. I'm going to say him anyway. Thank you for letting me. Friday the 13th, part eight. Jason takes Manhattan. You see, it could have, you know, Slumber Party Massacre, American that Psycho, one. or you're next. <laughs> Slumber Party Massacre 2. Yes. That yeah, is right. That's the one yeah. you're picking? Yeah. Yeah. All right. 
it, it, it's it's American Psycho. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to pick some movies that I was like, man, it, you you could almost think it'd be. And these might be too easy for you, motherfuckers. At this point, I don't know. If man. you wouldn't have said hip to be square, me, bro. then I mean, it could be any movie. It could have been Hatchet. <laughs> I had, but I had to. I had to. Yeah, yeah. I had to give it something. Danny is warned to stay away from which of the following hotel rooms in Stanley Kubrick's adaptation of The Shining. Room 224, 237, 216, or 272? 216. I'm going to just go with 224. Uh, it's, 224. it's 224. It's not. No. Uh, uh, I don't that's remember. What, that's what he you, guessed. You, you want to know why I went with 224, though? Because it's the beginning numbers of uh one of my previous addresses, and I could not, and I could not like be like two two four. Uh, there's a whole documentary out there called Room Two Three Seven, based on the making of the Stanley Kubrick Shining film. He changed it from Stephen King's original. I don't fucking know. I think it was two one six in the novel or two one seven. But in in the movie, in the film adaptation, it is Room Two Three Seven, and that's when that's when uh, Scott, that's when Scatman Crothers is like. I ain't afraid of that room, but you you ain't got no business going in. Like, he gets all pissed off at him. Like, you better not fucking go in there. Oh, snaps, huh? I'm going to make a Shining movie one day. Yeah. I'm going to find Scatman Crothers. All all I really need is just an image of him just standing there. Mm -hmm. But what it is, is you're going to start off. It's going to be like a POV camera. And you're going to start off at one end of the hotel. And you're going to be just slowly going through it. Uh-huh. And, and the more you go, the more you start to hear this noise like this. It sounds like like you can't make it out. And then you see Scatman Crothers in the distance when you turn a corner. Mm-hmm. And the closer you get to him, the more you hear this, like, it's this psychic scat talk. So he's like, <laughs> but like, the closer you get to his face, the louder all this psychic scat talk gets. I like Until it. you're like all better. up in his face, and that's yeah. gonna be the movie. And that's gonna be the day. This thing is off the rails, and Brent looks unhappy. Oh shit, he's Trevor now too. <laughs> <laughs> his name is Trevor Blanchard. His, his name, name is, is Trevor, Trevor Blanchard. Blanchard. If you say it three times in a mirror, you're gonna see a ball sack. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> so since Brent is our corporate man and he keeps track of the finances, uh which of which of these horror films is the most profitable of all time? Apollo thirteen. Is it paranormal activity? <laughs> Halloween? That one got you a correct ding, ding, ding already. It Chapter One or The Blair Witch Project? Oh, boy. Um, Probably It Chapter One. Eh. Really? Most profitable. Uh, think about uh, the cost that went to making Probably the Paranormal Activity then, because the first eh. one. Made... Really? Blair Witch? The Blair, Blair Witch. Witch? Damn, I thought Paranormal what? beat it out, though. What was Blair Witch's profit margin? Blair yeah, Witch, fucking Blair... the first one made like a hundred million dollars off of like a sixteen thousand dollar investment. So I correct, and Blair Witch cost around after marketing sixty grand, it made two hundred and forty five million back. Really? Hell okay. Yeah, son. 
So that nice. that that witch that witch be spooking up the fucking the the Benjamins. All right. Don't yeah. doubt wit. Don't doubt yeah. the witches. Well, Fuck your little ghost uh, house. Look, bro. Full of don't I'm still I'm still two ass, out of three, so you can all boring suck ass it. scares. It, it don't matter how many boogers come out of that nose. That motherfucker making money. All right, uh, Ricky. Which of these is considered the first <clears throat> ever horror film? <laughs> this will throw you off. The Bewitched, The Miser's Doom, The House of the Devil, or Resurrection of a Corpse. Shot in the dark there for you, bud. I'm gonna go with the bewitched. Eh, wrong. All of these, all of these films are from the 1800s, by the way. <laughs> nice. The House of the Devil is considered the first horror film ever made from 1896. Oh shit! Nice. God, yeah. that was just too spot on. It was just uh, on the nose. So, yeah. so question, question about the rules here in this competition. So, I'm two out of three so far. So, does that mean I get no lashings, or do I just get one third of the required lashings? Ooh, that's how it you works. Get, you get one lashing. At the end of all this, there'll be a twist, so get ready. Um, <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> it's a twist. Yeah, I'm, gonna, a twist. I'm about to M. Night Shyamalan this motherfucker. Uh, Trev, <laughs> what, is the name up, of the, what is the name of the camp in Sleepaway Camp? Is it Camp Crystal Lake? Er, camp See, Hope? you should have gave me this one. Yeah, well, yeah, right. Camp Hope, Camp North Seas, or Camp Arawak? See, he doesn't even know it. That's he doesn't even know it. <laughs> it's, it's it's the first one. Look at him. Look at him. He doesn't even know it. I'm bad with names. I'm I'm bad with names, bro. That's <laughs> Camp Arrowhead. Whack. Yeah. For one hundred. Oh, fucking poser. Trevor's getting them lashings left OG, and right. OG be, Trevor look, is a, fu- is a I, fucking poser. I already fuck knew. Trevor, I already knew I was gonna be bad at this. But uh, you know what? Fun, Instead of so. lashings, we just gotta get some gross jelly beans and just eat them. Whenever, oh, w- whenever, whenever me, Ricky, and Trev meet up, it's gonna be twelve years of slave up in that motherfucker. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> it's, it's okay. There's gonna be Trevor butter all over the place. <laughs> he likes it. He really that, likes that belt. Will just slip right off, not even leave a mark. Yep. Grizzine, his out. I got tough skin, son. What is Jeez, the name? Of, what is the name of the killer clown from Stephen King's It? Is it Arthur Eld, Pennywise the Dancing Clown, Robert Gray, or the Eater of Worlds? What's his name? Well, it could be any of the last three. So you're bullshit me. He could be Robert Gray. He could be Pennywise, or as he gets to the end of the thing, he could be the Eater of Worlds. What's so, his name? In pop culture, his name is Pennywise, and you're gonna at me because you, um, your fucking bullshit rules. Uh, yeah, he introduces himself as Robert Gray. Gray, yes. So uh, I don't know why you didn't go with that when you fucking knew better. Um, because I was looking for a reason to beat your fucking hobbit ass later in life. So uh, I now I got it. The braying ass strikes again. Uh, um, Ricky, in 28 days later, who is blamed uh, for releasing the deadly virus? Is it the government, animal rights activists, a terrorist group, or China? Peter. <laughs> it's an <laughs> yeah. animal rights activist yeah. group, right? Yeah. yeah. Ding ding ding, bud. You got that one. All right, we're gonna switch it up now. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna switch it up a little bit. We're gonna do some quotes and you you don't get multiple choice. You just gotta tell me what this quote's from. Trev, in space, no one can hear you scream. What film is that? that quote from uh, uh event horizon good it's a good guess good guess but nope anyone else alien there you go all oh, right shit grindhouse do you like scary movies 
Are you kidding me? Scream. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, Ricky. A boy's best friend is his mother. Psycho. Ooh, nice. Trizev, you're going to get this one. I think everyone's going to kind of get the ones that... I know the first one's a little wonky, but I think everyone's going to get the rest. It rubs the lotion on its skin. Oh, else oh, it gets shit, the hose yes, again. Son. Silence of the lambs, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Y'all all getting some ding-dings. Uh, Grindhouse. A ding-ding. A ding-ding. Congratulations. You are still alive. Most people are so ungrateful to be alive, but not you. Mm-hmm. Not anymore. Not anymore. That's got to be from Saw. Yeah, bud. Yeah, bud. All right. right. Rick. Yo. This is no dream. This is really happening. <laughs> Rosemary's baby. Yeah, bitch. I didn't know if I didn't know who if if everyone would know that one, but I'm glad. I'm glad. Trev, whatever you do, don't fall asleep. Oh shit. Um Phantasm. Shut ah, up, Ricky. Night, <laughs> night, nightmare on Elm Street. Yes. Fuck yes. yes son. <laughs> don't throw him off. Don't throw him off. All right. Grindhouse. I, if I man, I can't do it, but I but I want to. All right. Listen to them. Children of the night. What music they make. Mm. It's kind I of a it's I know you do. It's kind of a hard one, but it's but if I did it a certain way, you'd totally know it. Well then do it a certain way. Listen to them, children of the night. What music they make. I I honestly have no idea. Tell them, Rick. Dracula. It's Dracula, bro. Like the old G Dracula? Oh. That's Bella Lagosia. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that's my second lashing. Everyone, give me this last one. I see dead people. Six cents! Six cents! <laughs> the village. All right, all right. We're gonna do we're gonna do some of these questions now. I'm gonna give the first one to Trev. What do we call our potential watch list of films for upcoming episodes? The Black Burner Wormhole, Mama's Box, Up and Coming, or Buffet of Blood? Yeah, I know Trev knows. Oh shit, it's Mama's Box, bro. Yeah. It's Mama's Box. I got a couple in there somewhere. Brent. Who is the official mascot of the nightclub? The Deer God, Opossum Bin Laden, Madman Mars, or Adolf Hitler? <laughs> Madman Mars. Mm. Somebody, oh, Ricky, Ricky do you, now you get to do the buzzer sound. <clears throat> what is Opossum, it, Rick? Opossum Bin Laden. You need to learn your fucking nightclub trivia. What Grindhouse. the fuck? What the fuck is that? Okay. Yeah. All Ta- right. He's our little speaking, possum friend. You, you could say that the Deer God was, was, your fucking mascot for a little while. No, nope. just saying. Never a mascot. Well, as much, much as you pull out fucking Madman Mars like on the fucking dime. Make- Madman Mars well, is one of our deities. Okay, yeah, so is a well, deer god. That was so a bullshit question, and I am registering a complaint with uh the overlords at Grindhouse Zombie Incorporated. So this one, let's this move one, on. This one's going. This one's, overlords. <laughs> this one goes to Trev. Who's the unofficial fourth host of the nightclub? Is it the Tall Man, Moth Von Moonskull, H.P. Lovecraft, or Bill Cosby? Bill Cosby. Yeah. Ricky, you gotta have you gotta have him in that Scatman Crothers shining fucking movie, bro. They need to be zipping and bopping and dooping and dopping all <laughs> yeah, over bro. each other. Grindhouse, what is Ricky's rapper name? Is it Inwa Rick, the false cult one, King Natterdays, or Stephen Kingpin? Oh God, that so depends. It depends on the mood that Ricky is in. No, nope. but I'm gonna I'm gonna go with NY Rick. He's got one rapper name. Hit him with it, Rick. Well, Hit him with well, that buzzer. Uh, 
I'm Stephen King pin, yo. Oh, fuck. <laughs> you're, just bullshit. you're just pulling bullshit out your ass. This no, no, that's no. real shit. It's it's. I remember, I'm Stephen Kingpin from. I I remember it, but it's like in, so in all fairness, like every other episode, he has a new a new name, but not it's a rapper. I do be going through so, the names, but yeah, well, exactly. my rapper name the next, is Stephen Kingpin. The next time we're fucking yeah. recording is going to be a fucking Marilyn Monroe. So I uh, that's not yeah okay Ooh. anyway. Mer- Ooh, Marilyn Morose. Yeah, one more yeah, be a bad complaint with corporate Marilyn Morose. <laughs> that would be a yeah. good a good rapper name for sure. This next one right here, I'm gonna give to Trev. What parent company owns both the nightclub and Joe Blow? I was really hoping Boston would be here for this. And Joe Blow Horror Show. Is it the Midnight Codex, the Campfire Collective, Zombie Incorporated, or Chuddle Industries? <laughs> Zombie Incorporated. Yeah. Zombie Incorporated. I do like owns that four-legged snow mitten walking look look hockey fun, fun, sucking <laughs> corn fucking ass. Fun fact. Hockey pucks sucking. Fun fact. I don't play hockey. I no, 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 no. He's talking yeah. about balls tuna. Oh, okay. yeah. Well, yeah. 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 Hockey yeah. pucks sucking. Look, wow. look, oh, he's look, a hockey sucking look. corn fucking. <clears throat> yeah, fun right. fact, I may or may not have coined the phrase zombie industries. <sighs> Just saying. This is true. Well, you definitely did coin it. You also coined it incorrectly because it's Grindhouse Zombie it's, Incorporated. So it's it's Zombie Incorporated all day, every day. If we baby. ever have to be rebranded, we'll go with that, and you'll get your come up on stuff. I'm gonna say okay. right now on the record, for a matter of fact, it was always Zombie Incorporated until the indoctrination episode. Then it changed to Grindhouse That's Zombie right. Incorporated. That's right. That's, That's right. That, go back That's and when listen. I corrected read, things. Read hey, your you, contract. You know what? Uh, Read your contract. I did, and that's why I corrected things, goddammit, because you fuckers are just like, all over the place. Last that's question right. of the night. Say but did I you bring say? it to a notary? Me, me, me. Last question. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Last question of the night, and this goes to everybody. Um, if the nightclub were a horror subgenre, what would it be? Oh, is it multiple choice? It can be. You could you could throw out multiple. It whatever. would be a kaiju giallo. I'm pretty sure. A cosmic kaiju giallo. No, it would just be cosmic. It would just be cosmic horror. I'm going to go with cosmic angry Asian bukkake. That too. I like that. You know know (laughs) the the weird Asian splatter like Tokyo Gore Police? that, That fits. in a minute and now it's time for some kaiju giallos this is a make your own movie game and normally we do it on the fly we roll some die but tonight everyone came to the table except ricky with uh mm-hmm. some kaiju giallos so what we're gonna do now we're gonna give ricky three subgenres. each of us is gonna give him a subgenre, and while while grindhouse trev and i uh bear our souls he's gonna come up with uh his own creative endeavor over there so my yeah, Trev, what's your first uh Nautical here? mishaps. All right. <laughs> okay. Yes. Nautical mishaps. Um it's just gonna become Dagon. 
<laughs> Not, nautical mishaps. Uh, I also want to say um, coming of age, rail, oh, rail, ra- 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 <laughs> railroad, railroad friend movie, like like road Wait, movie. Wait, what? But, but, like, no, but no, they, no, but they no, take a train. No, I, you can't. Railroad. I, ha- I have that covered. Oh. No railroads. Okay, no railroads. Don't fuck. All right. No. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. coming, coming, of coming, coming of age, nautical mishaps. I'll put a railroad in there anyway. Go ahead. Go, <laughs> go ahead. ahead. Let's go, Britt. Let's go, Britt. They will not be governed right, gonna, forever. I, and for me, with zombies at the end. All right. Zombies. That's what I want. Oh, okay. Nautical, okay. nautical mishap coming of age zombie movie. Okay. So get okay. on it, Rickles. I got this. All right. My Kaiju Giallo tonight. Is going to be a post-apocalyptic, grim dark B movie. Okay, and with the the, the grim dark, you can throw some sword and sorcery in there because that's kind of what's going on. Sure. Yeah. All right. In a world lost to time, there are four wizards, each guarding one corner of the realm. They took an oath eons ago to protect the mortals of this grim dark plane. The inhabitants here have much to fear: famine tribal warfare, anal probing, but most <laughs> of all the angry, dark, and unforgiving cruel god of death Inwa Rick! <laughs> the, four wizards pow- the four wizards' powers have started to wane, allowing the long dormant Inwa Rick to release his brood of scaly fish-like titans upon the land to ravage and murder and probe anally, but a hero has risen from the smoldering ashes of this evil's wake, an adolescent with skill far beyond his years he must travel to the four corners of this bleak world, find the four wizards, and learn from them the ancient secrets lost to time and the only way to stop the wicked Inwa. Starring Willem Dafoe, Gary Busey, Jim oh. Carrey, and returning from <laughs> retirement, Jack Nicholson as the four wizards. Oh, fuck. Uh, also starring Toby Maguire at his current age as our teenage hero, Pimple Parker. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we have a special cameo appearance by Chuddle the Pod as the three fools who only speak in rhyme and shit standing up. Chuddle, Chuddle, Chuddle. This movie is called The Many Faces of Blasphemy, directed by David Lynch. Oh, and I'm, I'm going to give us our drive in totals here. We have. Well over a hundred dead bodies, an entire harem of breasts, 62 by my count, and my hand is tired, one landscape <laughs> of weathered bones, uh, severed jaw, chin flapping, gratuitous, misshapen henchman mouth breathing, grasshopper human hybrid aardvarking, <laughs> <laughs> eyes roll, various limbs roll for sacrificial purposes, an entire mountain rolls leading to a mountain on city ruins foo, blind foo, titan foo, primitive screw, uh, <laughs> primitive crude screwdriver to the head foo, four wizards at once foo, and pimple popping to save the world foo. Academy, uh, nightclub academy awards go to Tom Savini for doing one special effect in the film and getting all the recognition, even though a whole other team did 90% of the special effects for the film. <laughs> a- award for David Lynch for hardly ever showing up to set. Also, nice. <laughs> each of the four wizards gets uh, an Academy Award for overacting and stepping all over each other's lines in a scene best described as cutting room floor fodder to die for. 
Because nice. you, you got to have that schlocky shit up in there. Cause, and lastly, we have an award for Tobey Maguire because he was the best Spider-Man. Hell yeah. T-Bob gives it two stars, four if you see it at the drive-in. Check it out. It's 10 out of 10. I love this fucking movie. It's a fucking 10. It's a 10. All right. The title will be In the Beginning. This is a possession slash magic slash religion slash Armageddon tale. <laughs> That's right. I added a couple, maybe one extra fucking subgenre. He do what he right. won't. Enter an old, well-dressed, groomed man. He is sitting in what looks like a home library. He's smoking a cigar. He's drinking a bourbon on the rocks. And he looks at the camera and he says, Welcome, welcome, have a seat for the hour approaches where history sings the songs of the past. And fate, fate rears its head. You watch as the book on the table starts to glow with a deep purple aura and ascends from the table. As it stands upright in midair, you see a golden cross embossed on the cover. And then the book opens. The pages started spinning becoming a blur as they loosen and spread apart in the air, whipping back and forth a glowing purple spectacle right above the table, and your eyes block out all else but a misty backdrop. (laughs) Slowly, you start to smell the heated tar of asphalt. You feel as a hot wind pushes you to and fro, and the sun beats down on you. Then, light blossoms before your eyes as you are floating above a busy highway. And you hear the old man's voice say, Now see through the murderer's eyes as the spiling drafts of heat give rise to their soaring. And you see the ravens soaring all about you. See now as the cars, they speed below, oblivious to the meandering way. Watch now as they congress, as they shift and shamble, ever moving, ever perpetuating. Look now as fate eviscerates, as it binds stronger than chains. Stronger than the pull of the ever-changing moon. Mere disaster? Ha! Trivial consequence in lieu of the void compared to the fate and destruction and sacrifice ahead. See now with thine eyes as your peripheral shifts below and magnifies. You see a car swerve into another, causing it to pull in front of a moving 18-wheeler. Destruction is wrought. You watch as a man exits out of the brutally battered car, running to each door, checking for something with haste. Now listen as his blood-curdling scream pierces the sunny afternoon. See as he collapses to the ground, to lie in his own blood, fading from reality, the sweet, sweet slumber of unconsciousness. As his eyes slowly close, your awareness starts to dim as well, and you feel the cosmos around you shift to another place to another time. As your awareness kindles, you feel the thump, 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 thump of a bass drum. Your ears erupt to the violently complex melodies of an electric guitar, highlighted with the dulcet tones of the bass guitar. A singer screams his abulations to the masses, lamenting the foibles of men. You see the crowd jumping up and down to the beat as mosh pits develops. A body slams into another one with great speed, pushing all around, violence increasing. Intensify, you watch as shadows darker than dark, almost highlighted by the darkness between the cascading light show, the shadows amongst the crowd, and you see the violence ramp up, the pushing, and
and jumping and punching and kicking. You see the glitter of light off the blade as it swings in the crowd. You hear incredulous laughter and a piercing scream of pain over the deep, rampant screams of the singer. The spectrum of violence in movie bodies and noises start to overwhelm your senses as your vision and awareness shift everywhere in a dizzying and all-encompassing feeling. Focus narrows and stops on a specific spot in the mosh pit. The sound of the band leaves your ears. The heat and sweaty smells leave your senses as all other sensations fall away and then redouble onto the one spot in the crowd, that one scene in the mosh pit, as a body lifts up out of the crowd and flashes of light sparks around. As a long coat falls away from its form and great fiery wings expand out in a rush over the crowd. You watch as those magnificent fiery wings act like vacuums on the light in the room, pulling all of them into its embrace, enveloping and overwhelming them with flame. Then you see as the deep shadows, darker than dark, begin to pull towards those wings. Then, as it reaches the wings that seems to wreathe in agony, watch as more and more shadows coalesce as the floating body mixed with both fiery light and deep dark vibrate. Watches the light and dark intensify equally. Listen as a piercing whine erupts and everyone covers their ears. Then a massive explosion occurs. The vision of suns erupting amongst the cosmos envelops you as a discharge of crackling energy, fiery light, and abysmal dark blast out. And awareness ends. 30 soaring ravens. One McDonald's trip. 22 breastuses, 1 million exploding angels, 3 dead family members, 666 demons, demons and gates to hell, 13 archangels, 10 hookers, 5 riots in the streets, 3 obliterating tsunamis, 15 destructive hurricanes, 100 tornadoes, 1 billion locusts. Inamine patre fu, priest with a sign in the street. Fu, you're going to hell. Fu, fuck you. Fu, Kentucky bow. Fu, yes, dance. Fu, Kentucky bow. Starry, William Defoe as the old man. Oh shit. That's it. <laughs> ten out of ten. <laughs> wow. I love the visual. I love the visualizations and the wordplay. Um, so, so some of that is excerpts from a book that I'll probably never finish writing. But uh, I, f- I figured, hey, fucking, it'd be great for a kaiju giallo. Put it into movie terms, you know. Again, like just like the first one that you did. Um, it's it's I, I like you 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 say it in such a way that I can visualize the scene. All right, Grindhouse, hit us with your kaiju giallo, sir. Okay, so I went with slasher, paranormal, and zombie. So the title of my film is The Pink Triangle Two. <laughs> <laughs> the devil. Yeah. <laughs> Subtitle: The Devil's Cornucopia. <laughs> oh, so. 
Fresh off of his success with the Pooner Schooner Massacre, having won both the Pasture Patty Prize and the Golden Corn Cob Award at the Iowa Film Festival, <laughs> Cole, Cole Antonovich brings you the Pink Triangle, too. Oh, shit. Um, we are starring Thandie Newton as Honey-Haired Phillips. Uh, we have Jessica Chastain as Bambi Rickles. We have Maggie Smith as Ms. Boss Tuna. Uh, we have Mia Goth as Sister Penelope. Ooh. We have Travis Boone as the coal shoveler guy. We have <laughs> <laughs> we have Ricky Prejean as the boxcar hobo, and we have Trevor Blanchard as the gynecologist. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, twenty five years after the events of the Pink Triangle, Miss Boss Tuna, Ms. Boss Tuna, has quit her job as a house mother and has fulfilled her lifelong dream of being a train conductor. Uh, she rules her train with an iron fist, keeping the train mostly on time. Uh, now living on opposite coast, Bambi and Honey receive word that Mrs. Ms. Bostuna has been brutally murdered in a train yard. With only, <laughs> with only two unreliable witnesses, uh, Bambi and Honey set off to solve Ms. Bostuna's murder. In, in a nearby rectory, they meet a shockingly young and somehow retired name, or uh, somehow retired nun named Sister Penelope. She informs them that there, she knows of a ritual that could help them gain insight into the, who the killer is. It's called the Pink Triangle. So. Still reeling from lifelong uh, psychological and physical effects from the first time they performed the ritual, they're hesitant to try. After exhausting all efforts and the police labeling a cold case, they reach out back out to the nun to uh, assist them with performing the ritual. With rail spikes in hand, they perform the ancient ritual. The release of blood and spirit rewards the three with visions of train cars, shovel coal, Oscar <laughs> hobos, and glinting steel. Feeling closer to the answer, the three women depend up, descend upon the rail yard, ruthlessly questioning both the hobo and the coal shoveler, torturing and eventually killing the pair with their bloodied railroad spikes. <laughs> now, feeling vindicated, the three return to the rectory where their spikes start to glow an ominous red. The killer is revealed, a renowned gynecologist who gave Ms. Bostuna, <laughs> Bambi, <laughs> and Honey vaginoplasties after their first ritual. <laughs> uh, Bitter about be the passenger train being late one day, leading to a negative Yelp review, <laughs> the gynecologist seeks revenge. <laughs> uh, once again, leaning on the powers of the pink triangle, the three vigilantes kill the gynecologist with a pink lightsaber, created while performing the ritual for a second time. <laughs> uh, ruled self-defense by the police, the three are set free. They attend the joint, fin uh, the joint funerals of Miss Boss Tuna, the coal shoveler guy, and the boxcar hobo. Penelope whispers that she knows of another ritual that could bring them all back to life. It's called the Devil's Cornucopia. <laughs> shedding, shedding their clothing and interlocking their nipple piercings and bringing all the railroad spikes together <laughs> and bending over backwards to touch the floor, they form the Devil's Cornucopia. A pink light explodes from their anuses, swollen around the room with each beam striking one of the three coffins. Uh, from each, a banging sound is heard. And soon the lids fly open. They are alive. However, they move slow and seem to be devoid of humanity. Something went wrong as the three have returned as zombies. Uh, and they commence attack on the mourners. So we have four dead bodies. One lightsaber uses a strap on. 69 pierced nipples. One bad Yelp review. Three zombies with many more to come. We also have gratuitous coal shoveling. Gratuitous candle lighting. Uh, gratuitous habit shedding. Um, and gratuitous train <laughs> coupling noises. <laughs> we have pink lightsaber foo, 
coal shoveling foo, latex glove foo, um, sparks <laughs> in my train car foo, and a hobo's swinging sack foo. Uh, we also we also have vagina plasty foo, taco mate foo, and strap on lightsaber foo. Academy Awards for special effects and shriveled corn beef. <laughs> um, <laughs> this movie grossed one point three trillion dollars at the box office, Whoa. and Grindhouse gives this movie a ten out of four. <laughs> oh <laughs> shit! That is a worthy fucking follow up to Pink Triangle Part One. Oh my god, dude! God damn! You and Trev brought the details tonight. Holy the, shit! The the second movie is better than the first. Holy yeah. shit! Did you just go number two? I you might have just gone number two. two. I went number two. <laughs> Fucking yeah. a! All right, guys, you ready for what I got? It's terrible. My movie that I made while y'all was talking y'all's thing. Being awesome. thing, being yeah. being way better than mine. This is the long way home, directed by Bruce Dickinson. Yes, the Bruce Dickinson, <laughs> starring Jack Palance. <laughs> Jack is a young man that doesn't know what to do with his life. He walks along an overgrown railroad track on his way to a long abandoned loading <laughs> box. This is the world now. His only chance for survival lies on the open ocean. The dead are coming. <laughs> Drive-in totals. Too many dead bodies to count. No breasts. Three mental breakdowns with overacting. One unexplainable boat explosion and sinking with zombies and vampires where everyone dies... With thank you for being a friend playing and bleeding into the credits. Thank you for being a friend. Gratuitous walking. Okay. Gratuitous zombie on zombie art barking. Gratuitous overacting from an old man playing an 18 year old person. Walking stick foo. Skateboard foo. Game Boy Advance foo. Severed arm foo. Rifle trick shot foo. Railroad spike foo, fishing pole foo, broken motor foo, and most importantly, gravity foo. Rick Bob gives it half star. <laughs> oh, damn, dude. Half I love star. how you worked everything into it. For, for sure, stars if you see it party? in the drive-in. For sure, up last minute the party, dude, you can fucking bring it. I fucking uh, props to you, dude. <laughs> Seriously, that's fucking... It's like blood, <laughs> blood vessel meets fucking... Warm bodies. I don't even know. I don't oh. know either. This uh, is amazing. Was... I, I, and as in always... keeping with in keeping with the spirit of having Toby Maguire in his current age playing a young man, I said, "Fuck it, I'll do the same thing with Jack Palance." Yes. Hell Can you yeah. imagine Jack Palance with a little backwards hat holding a skateboard like Steve Buscemi in that meme? <laughs> that's, that's just you what love I love. Some Jack Palance. You do. You I do. do. You do. I do. Yeah. As always, right. I want to see all of these kaiju giallos, bro. As always. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Everyone did a great job, man. That's right. We're all Fucking loved all of y'all. <laughs> 10 out of 10, motherfucker. 10 out of 10, dude. <laughs> fucking 10s around the board this time, bro. That's right. Give me money, sir. I will make you a movie that will make money.
This has been almost a year in build-up right here. This is the final fucking showdown tonight. The Halloween Havoc special is going to end with a debate, a compare-contrast, whatever you want to call it. And there will be votes later revealed on a future episode. We're going to get into it tonight. This this, this first uh, sprung up at the first Dunes Cantina, so it's fitting that we're going to end it here tonight at the Halloween Havoc Dunes Cantina special. We're going to finally get down to the nitty-gritty. Which film is better? Friday the 13th from 1980, the OG that started a whole fucking franchise and reshaped slasher films as we know them while ripping off a bunch of other ones that came before it? Or is it the 2009 version... <laughs> That combined the first four films, everything we love from the first four films. And um, you have Jason in it, so it's Jason and not some old bitch who shows up for the last ten minutes and makes the movie good. Friday the 13th from 2009. So, Set the, the, table, the, the original 1980 Friday the 13th film was direct, written and directed by Sean S. Cunningham and Victor Miller collectively. Like, they had they had something going on there. Uh, producer oh. Frank, Frank Mancuso Jr., saw the promise in this little slasher film, and he decided to wide-release this very small-budget movie. It aped enough of Halloween and Black Christmas that it was successful, while being very slow and plodding, dragging its feet all through the fucking dirt, having hardly any blood, hardly any. It had some, but not a lot. And it had maybe a few boobs. So... Jump ahead to 2009, you have Michael Bay wanting to make fucking blockbuster-ass horror movies with with a minimal budget. Platinum Dunes, all right, was his production company. He got the writers from Freddy vs. Jason to jump on board. They got the director from the uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake, successful remake, and the original cinematographer of Texas Chainsaw Massacre 74 and Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake 2003. So Marcus Nispel and Daniel Pearl teamed up yet again to give us another gritty, bloody, full of boobs remake. Blood and boobs out the ass. If you're talking about the three Bs, um, you can't even deny. You could you could thumbs down all you want, but you can't deny that the remake has way more of those motherfuckers. So so the original made a fuck ton of money, changed the horror genre as we know it. It did. It did do that. Thank you. Thank you, OG Friday. Then the new one came along, made a fuck ton of money, and the only reason it didn't get a fucking remake, and like I said in the fucking beginning, is because there was a fucking lawsuit between Sean S. Cunningham and Victor Miller! You wrong ass fuck! Alright, so now that we've got that cleared up, <laughs> there's a new one coming out next year, according to Sean S. Cunningham, because we're done with all that bullshit. So, we're gonna get a sequel, a proper sequel, to the 2009 Friday the 13th. Oh, I hope not. Oh, you better hope so, you son of a bitch. The table's okay. set. All right, 1980, Friday the 13th. Let's get everyone's fucking initial thoughts when they first saw this movie. Well, I first saw this. Um, yeah, you go first. You're the oldest. Also, the handsomest also has the biggest <clears throat> bank account. But yeah, okay, that's fine. Oh, anyway, shit. no, I, I first saw this a long time ago um, at a friend of my parents' Um, Lake House. That was the first time I saw it, and it was like as a, as an almost teenager, it was like so beautiful and so irreverent and just so everything you could possibly want. I mean, it was like the girls in the satin bras and let's play some strip monopoly or some strip poker or some 
you know, some strip twister. I mean, it was everything you could possibly want as a movie. But then, like, being back in that era, as, like, if you do bad things, you get punished for it, you know? So it it, it was right there. So, yeah. I mean, 100 years ago or 200 or 800 years ago, <laughs> whatever fucking clocky <laughs> weird fuckers use, um, absolutely brilliant. And then... Uh- our clock for your age is like your rating scale for movies. <laughs> it's off as fuck. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. But then, yeah, then seeing the remake and it was like, when it comes to the original versus the remake, like the initial digest was like, this is not what I first saw. There's a few movies like it. The Burning, Halloween. Mm-mm. I'm just saying, like, there's a few movies that are similar. That they aped a lot of fucking scenes. No, there's nothing. You're the first, wrong. the first person Shut view. The fuck up. Mad the fir- Man. Hold there's on. One. If we're there's gonna one. do this proper, we can't. We can't. <laughs> we can't always railroad each other. I'm just gonna railroad you. So many railroads tonight. Uh, Ricky, first time you ever saw the original Friday the Thirteenth, 1980. I thought to myself, this isn't as good as Mad Men, but I like it. So, a lot of. This movie is very amateurish, but there's some surprisingly stylistic things here and there. Some of the shots are really cool. When the killer first shows up in the bathroom and you see, you see them in the doorway, like that shit's awesome. Like all that shit. Uh, the effects are good. This movie didn't make a huge impact on me until the end. Because when Betsy Palmer shows up, she makes what this movie was lacking worth it. This movie does have a little bit too much runtime, but I can say that about both of them, to be honest. So those are my final thoughts. And uh, oh, I just realized s- they're kind of boring. But So sucking Travis's dick here. Um, no, <laughs> he's not. He's being honest yes, he about is. what he thinks. Dude. No, he's, he's not sucking he's... my dick at all. Well, there's no, there's no he plan. is because I see his mouth and it's open really wide. So he's just, um, <laughs> I'll, no, take this, that as a, I'll take it. Uh, yeah. No, no, this movie, honestly, it, it, it plays against the, all the things that we were thinking at the time where it was like, it was about having fun and getting laid and doing whatever else. And it somehow makes it bad. And for me, as a person who grew up watching this movie, like I totally digested that. Where it was like, well, I shouldn't get laid because I'll get killed, and it's a bad thing. I should be paying attention, and I should do all these other things. That sounds miserable. Uh, well, it does, but I think that's what the whole point of the movie was. It was like, you shouldn't do what you want. You should do what's best for everybody at the time, you know? And getting laid or doing whatever else was not what was best for the time. But I, it's like it's an, it's an oppressive-ass movie. The first one is an oppressive-ass movie. It kind of is. It kind of is. But at the same time, I I get it. Like, I understand why they were saying what they were saying. It's not a bad premise for, like, a horror film, like, where the sins of the youth is you're going to fuck... If you're going to fucking commit, a, like, a, a sex act out of marriage or you're going to smoke pot or you're going to drink beer underage or whatever it is that they're they're going to do... So this movie does have that going for it. The 1980 original. Okay, so I'm a I'm a Friday the Thirteenth fanboy. I love these movies. I always have. Part Eight was the first one that really got me. Going back through the series and having bought them on DVD when I was a teenager and and really watching them over and over again all the way through the first eight, 
I I would watch part one hardly ever because it was so fucking slow and boring and not like Ricky was saying. And and I I take that as like jokes aside, I take that as his opinion. Like the the last ten minutes of that movie make that movie. There's a lot going on. And the kill. I mean, the kills. The kills are great. There's a few. There's a few okay kills and 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 prosthetics you can fucking see that that are yeah, just. But I don't. I don't care about that, bro. It's, I, like, it's, I, it's, I don't it's, care if it don't look good. I still like them. <laughs> it's gonna matter for my fucking argument because in the remake, it all looks fucking good. It yeah, all looks true. great. Well, okay, fair enough. But movies from then and now have changed, and they they give you this really fast paced like things have to happen, things have to happen, things have to happen. Or thank I get God. Bored. Well, but it's it, it's the or I get bored thing, and like for me. I love movies where there's some buildup. You know, there's some buildup to what's actually like the happening. lighthouse. Yeah, like no, the lighthouse. Not like the Robert Eggers. Yes, nope. yes, no. Nope. There's nope. a difference nope. between fucking Friday the Thirteenth Part One and a slow burn good movie. Whenever you have scenes where you're literally begging the movie to do something, it's like, like God like, damn, like the lighthouse. Yes, I was no. begging the lighthouse to do no. something. Yes, no. <laughs> Trev, okay. Trev. Trev, discussion? Initial... No, 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 no. We never no, got no, Trev's no. initial reaction from 1980. Okay. I wasn't done okay. talking, Ricky. Okay, I'm Ricky. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Betsy Palmer though. Betsy yeah. Palmer. Holy shit! Look at what you did to yeah. him. Um, She's yeah, the fucking best. I um, uh, but look, I... but but overall, I mean that for me the movie's a ten. I do love this movie. Wow. And I can watch it anytime. Wow. It's a ten. I... I'm, but I, so, there are moments where I'm like, <laughs> "You taking too long doing this?" You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it takes her. And I, some I count, of the character, it's it's like two minutes. It's I like count, two minutes. I counted the fucking time she was it's sucking like shit minutes. against the door. And oh, I'm like, that shit! That shit's ridiculous. That shit had me cracking up. Not gonna lie. Yeah. But that's part of the reason why it's a ten because I don't take this movie so serious. But, but it's, yeah. it takes but, itself serious though, it, and that's what makes it bad. No, man, no. That yes, that, kinda, that makes no. it even better. It takes itself serious, and it's goof. I it's love not, that. But but it's not goofy enough. It's not. It's not a schlocky movie. It's it's but a movie. Some of these scenes, it, it seems like a lot of it's padding, and I get it. They needed to make their runtime or whatever, but. I don't know, man. There's just something special about it. I can't that, necessarily quantify it. I think you and Grindhouse feel a specialness about this movie that I can't. And I didn't I, even grow up with it, man. Like right. I didn't. I can't quantify what that means to y'all because I like for Grindhouse, for example, he grew up with this movie, so that's a special. That is actually a Cause special this thing. movie because this movie isn't perfect, and I see that it's not perfect, but I give it a ten. <laughs> that's a big well for me though. For me though. Watching this movie for the first for, for the first like, time at a cabin in the woods when I was I think I was eight years old, and it was like everybody else went to sleep. I was always a night owl, whatever else, and it was like, oh, what's this? And I put it in, and it was just like, oh, boobs, oh, oh yeah, ooh, like, yeah. I I I, I, I yeah, did I, mean, I did write a joke about this movie too. I want to I want to share real quick since I didn't work it in. You get to see Kevin Bacon's eggs and sausage in them little swim shirts, man. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. Kevin you got a Bacon. full a full breakfast right there. You Kevin. got a full in, breakfast, Holmes. In his plum smugglers. Yep. Yeah, that's true. You do. 
I want to ask Trev though, what's your initial reaction the first time you ever saw the original Friday the 13th from 1980? Trevor first saw this Look. movie when he was eight years old in a chicken coop. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. They were Look. squawking and flapping their wings. He got nervous. Oh, yeah. He started jizzing Sasquatch monster jizz all over himself. <laughs> First impression was, is, look, I, I love this movie. It was a good movie. Like, it wasn't bad. It was entertaining. Um, but like, after the years go by and everything like that, it's, there's a lot of nostalgia attached to it, right? I watched it yesterday and I watched the new, the 09 version today. And I, I enjoy 1980. Um, but there, there are definitely some, some lapses in that movie, some some things that don't quite add, add up to a ten. I you know it's still a decently ranked movie for me. You know even with with this version and and the later versions, the acting is not amazing. You know, but for its time and for what it was, it was it was great, and there's no question about that. But the test of time, the 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 moving on, as we as we say, it, it's not quite as great. As many other things I've seen, and, and it's and, it's not a ten. I just call it one to piss Travis off. <laughs> you know, and, and, and like I said, like if if you grew if you grew up on this movie, it's probably a ten for you, and I can respect that because I understand where you're sure. coming from. But to stand the test of time, it, it doesn't hold up to some of the newer versions of this movie or just other movies. And, and especially that's, if you saw it in the chicken coop. Mm-hmm. All right, 2009 initial reactions. Let's go round table on this one. When I first saw this movie, it was in theaters. My first Friday in theaters, I went in half-hearted. I thought it was going to suck, kind of. I did not know going in that the director of the Texas Chainsaw remake and the cinematographer came back for this. I didn't know that. I just knew it was a Friday the 13th film. I went watch it. I was blown the fuck away by the opening, how they did two base, basically two prologues before even getting a title credit. Mm-hmm. Like you get a lot in this movie. Then it went on to give me some fucking awesome shitty characters, way more memorable to me than the, than the campers from the original. I don't even know their fucking names and I just watched this movie. The only person I know from the OG that's not Jason or <laughs> Jason ain't even in it. Uh, the only person I know from the original that's not Pamela is Crazy Ralph. So there you go. Who the fucking name another one? Uh, Kevin Bacon? Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon? What's his character's name? Who cares? Kevin Bacon. Um, You got Trent, bro. Trent is the ultimate douchebag of douchebags. He's the king douchebag. All right? He is. He's like, you got perfect nipple placement. While he's having sex, it's just so fucking crazy. Some of these, some of these characters from the remake were were just to me superior in their like. I'll remember them more. Betsy Palmer, yeah, bro, for real, the best. She's awesome, but she's fucking like ten. She's like eighty minutes too late into this movie to save it. After 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 a lot of plotting scenes and all that, the remake though. You get a combination of the first three films where you actually have Jason the whole time. I know that Grindhouse has compared him to a hamster, but I thought that was a clever workaround to how he can suddenly be here and there 
and give him a real world personality. I know he's not the same Jason, but you have to go into it with this is the same story with us. It's, mm. it's askew. It's, no. askew. it's, but it's, if you're askew from the original, you just have to let yourself. Well, great. Imagine but you know a what? Different version of the character. No, I love. can't though, because Jason is a magical creature that makes do with what he has. Okay. He never, he was That's... not in the first, in the first four movies, he was not a magical creature. Yes, he was. He no. absolutely was magical and he made. No, he was not. Travis. Shut the fuck up. No, That's he true. was not magical. No, yes, he so, was. Yes, he was. Because, saw because, parts he, two, be, three and because, four, please say because something. Because he, because he could appear anywhere. Okay. You never and, knew where he slept. You never know what he did. He, he did slept not in have, a cabin in the woods with his mom's did, fucking sweater and her decapitated head. Up through two. Yes, he did. Up Beyond through four. That, no, he did. No, up through two. He did. You don't know your um, lore. You're, you're, you're out of school, uh, son. <clears throat> Back to third grade. No, okay. you're out of um, school right now. This is not. No, happening. you know what? He was not. No, but anyway, he was no, not. He was not. He was not. He was not. Somebody else jump in and fucking say something about the first four movies. Not now he's guy. not a magical fucking creature until poor fucking not, six. He was when he gets resurrected. I don't know if he was not. He was a guy. When did he become a supernatural creature? Part six. Part six. That's Jason Lives? Yes, canon. No. Canon. No. no. Yes. No. Yeah, he was a just a guy before percent. that, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, no. He dies no. in part four. Tommy resurrects him in part six. That is that is the real shit. It's arguing okay, it's fine. pointless. Okay, fine. Fair enough. But he was not a guy that had a fucking hobby shack underneath the ground that just had every weapon in his possible disposal throughout the entire first three movies. He made do with what he fucking had. So and, did and, Huntsman Jason in the remake. Yeah, sure. No, he, he didn't. Just making no. do with what he has. No, yeah, no, he had say a, it, Ricky. No. Say it. No, he, he just making do with what he has. I mean, no, he, <laughs> he had a fucking. Tunnels. He had a fucking shop underneath it. Like he went to fucking he Sears and Roebuck and made bought tunnels. a machete. No, mm-hmm. God, you. I just this this stupidity here is just chapping my you, ass, dude. You were arguing just, that oh. he was magical in the fucking part two. Are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, and in the fucking Where's remake, Dave Z he, when I need him. In the fucking remake, he went to fucking Sears and bought like a lawn clipper, and he bought a machete, and he bought a chain. He bought all. No, he, he he didn't have a fucking workshop. Okay, he made do with whatever he had in every scene of the fucking movies up through three. He made do with whatever he had. He did not have fucking rad tunnels. He was not the fucking Viet Cong. Okay, it's different. Um, Can you accept well, it? No, because no. it sucks. No, I can't because it sucks. Why? It does was it awful. Suck? Why? It it was awful because it was a softcore porn. It was awful because we had two different sets of campers instead of one and like we did and all the original stuff. So uh, you hate the fact that it's got a bigger cast. You hate male gaze, from what I understand. <laughs> you hate the male gaze. You don't like seeing the boobs and stuff. And you No, I no, I I, I love boobs, but in, in the remake they were for like like it was a it was literally a softcore porn. It was for no fucking reason. It was just it was people getting laid because they were there, not because you knew they were going to die eventually. He and was well, well, the I figured they were going to die because they're having sex in a slasher movie, so I just kind of figured they were going to die. He wants well, blood and boobs, I... but then he don't. <sighs> he, no. then he the don't. remake. I'm the remake, sorry, dude. I'm sorry, re- Brent. I just don't understand. I understand, but the logic doesn't track. It no. does not track. The remake was a piece of crap. That's just it. And we can move on. 
All right, uh, Ricky, initial thoughts on the 2009 remake. <laughs> I love the kills. Mm-hmm. I like the boobs. Um, any any man would. I I I think it's an interesting premise. I don't necessarily love it. I do prefer Supernatural Jason, but the Viet Cong thing is interesting to say the least. <laughs> the characters were irredeemably annoying and stupid, which I kind of like. <laughs> My favorite part oh. is probably when the stoner guy goes into the, uh, the <laughs> shop and he's like, oh, they're too rich. They got too much money. And he picks up those safety glasses and he's like, you've never used these. Not <laughs> once. Like, just like that shit cracked me up. I do like some of the cinematography and shit in here too, but for me, this movie is the kills. Like, that fucking machete kill was it machete or like a? What, it's the, the one that goes through the cop's head and through the door. That shot, the way it tracks from outside the house to the inside, yeah, is incredible. Yeah, I was like, holy fuck! That's a combination. Some of, of the stuff, some of the some of the kills and like the shit in this movie is really like it's amazing. They brought their A game because they were fans of the franchise and they wanted to honor it in, in the highest possible way. And I, I, I think they did. That, that, that being that... said, I don't think the ending is as strong. Well, the the Jason coming out of the water to grab you ending specifically, right? That one like, part. Yeah. For 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 me, the ending of for me, the first movie would have been better if it would have just ended with my girl being pulled in the water, and that would have been that. Well, I'll tell you what. Sometimes when I take a shit, I think it's great. I'm not sure the rest of the world think that, and that's this movie. It was not great. Trev, so, there you go. That's, Trev, that's my opinion right there. Trev, initial thoughts <laughs> on the 2009 Friday the 13th. I initially enjoyed it more than the original. Um, I liked the faster pace, the killings, um, the fact that it was kind of a conglomerate of the original, like, first three to four movies instead of just the, the first one. Yep. It was scarier, if you ask me. Um, just the brutality and the kills were better. The acting was kind of so-so, kind of the same, really. But the, the ideas behind it were a little bit better. The execution was a little bit better. Uh, I preferred the 09 version more than the the 80s version. So, 1980 version. What, what what we're all saying here? I mean, Brent Brent's saying something different, but I feel like the three of us are saying something a little different. In that, the, Ricky, don't leave me on an island, baby. Don't, don't leave me on an island. island. But but no, I, I don't. I'm not. I'm honestly not sure which one I prefer at this point. I, I w- to I'll be I, honest. Uh, okay, I, here, I'll just I'll just go now. <laughs> here. here, here Here's where I'd land on no, on, I, on no, just just going now just what <laughs> on this compare contrast is like okay so when you go to a Friday the Thirteenth film Brent saw it at a young age so that's a whole different experience but if you're gonna oh, be yeah. a, but if you're gonna be objective in 2022 <laughs> versus nostalgic from 1980 I would say the remake. And I'm not a remake guy necessarily. Like I love remakes more than originals. No, not really. 
In fact, it's more the the former. Like I like the originals more so than the remakes. Me and Bostuna have this argument about Hills Have Eyes all the fucking time. I love the OG more than more than the remake. The remake's better. And there no, you go. Not. No, the OG is better. And just like this one. The the remake sucks the hair off my hemorrhoidal ass. Okay? It sucks it off. You didn't like it, the Hills Have Eyes remake? No. Well not not compared to the OG. It was oh. a, it was a, it was a fun movie. But well, like, then it doesn't is, suck. Well, no, what? But one has got to be better. Uh, That's just sure. It, okay. It's like either A or B. Okay. In this case, I'm it, for Friday the Thirteenth. I'm picking the OG. You know. I'm gonna it, say the Long Way Home is better than all these movies we're talking <laughs> about. So, out of these movies, I rewatched both. Um, I was kind of hoping I would love the original more than I thought I did. But I didn't. Um, this that the original movie is fucking boring. It's slow. The acting sucks. There's not a lot to it. They 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 rip off a lot of other slasher movies that came before it that I've seen at this point. The first person view the the 1980 movie ripped off a bunch of slasher movies that you had seen. Fuck you. Okay. The 2009 stole from every fucking movie that ever existed. It was a piece of shit. I just, it was full of corn kernels and fucking acorns. It just, it got sucked. Just okay. fucking sucked. Okay, cool. Man. But, Sorry. but, 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 but the OG, that movie was based on a title alone. Okay. And what they managed to do oh, off of that. Oh, fucking is, get, get over it. Can I, can the, I, oh, no, okay. you can't. All right. The, the OG set up a lore. Editing. That's what the OG Editing. did is set Editing. up a lore. Editing. Don't, don't, um, don't be a bitch. Okay. It set up a lore. The remake did not set up shit. Nobody cares. It was a standalone movie that nobody cares. There's another one. Nobody cares. Everyone when, cares. Literally, no, they don't. Cares. No, they don't. And when the next one comes out next year, okay, because the whole lawsuit thing that you cling to, like your fucking mama's titty, is over. Things will be different. I'm really. Can we hoping. get things someone else's different. opinion on this? Like, this is the reason <laughs> they never had one. Yeah, I mean, it, it is known. It's a it fact. The movie made so much money. They never had a sequel because of the lawsuit. That's really only it. That's why well, this whole that. debate started. Well, I know that, but it doesn't make it a good movie. Just because a bunch and of morons fine. went out and watched it. I was one of the morons. I went out and watched it too. I contributed to the box office results. It doesn't make so it a good I movie. Think we all know, so I think we all know Brent's opinion. The OG, the OG has like one one decent kill with Kevin Bacon getting stabbed through the neck. Um, the Betsy Palmer kill is all right. Well, the axe to the face from my girl is pretty good too, and she's super cute. Yeah, but even the... though you don't see the axe go in her face, right. you do see watch... the aftermath, which is rad. Watch the burning, and then this movie is nothing. It's like it, it's so I fucked do love up. The burning. Yeah, there's so many movies of this mm. time, three, four year period, that were better than this movie, way better, and don't get the same amount of credit, only because other films came after based on the box office success that actually built the lore because this movie was based on a title. It wasn't based on a lore. It wasn't based on anything. They made the lore up because the movie fucking had a chick say, my son Jason. That's it. They had a cool ending, and then and then they made a whole franchise based off a little dead boy. Well, that's great, but you know what? If it wasn't for the OG, the 2000 remake would never have happened. That's true. And that's fair. And that's fair. And no one's trying to take that away from it. Nope. Never. We're just comparing. We're comparing apples. Yes. 
to apples. Yeah. yeah. Apples, would, apples to hockey masks. No, I, no. I would say, I would say based on the kills, based on the blood, based on the boobs, based on the actual, do I give a fuck about watching someone make coffee for goddamn five minutes or stack couches for fucking three minutes? I thought it was, or, I thought it was 20 minutes. Didn't the bitch dude, make coffee for 20 minutes? Dude, the that's, bitch that's made coffee saying. the whole fucking movie. And then you got motherfuckers mm-hmm. riding in fucking cars looking at somebody. You got people fucking singing hallelujah songs. Oh my god. I'm still going to argue that the very first one was was the foundation of a billion below her. The second one shit all over that foundation. I can't get away from it. Not going to change my mind. You never... Wait, you don't like the second... You don't like Friday the 13th Part 2? No, the, the remake. You're talking the about re- the remake. The remake, oh. did, the remake did nothing right. to further that. It was just That's like... Fine. That's fine. Look, somebody already wrote all this and I'm going to take three movies and possibly three and a half if you really get into it. I'm going to cram them all into one and it's still a piece of crap. So I don't think it's a piece of crap. I think it's awesome. I don't awesome. think it's a piece of crap either. I think it's a well, good I, movie. Well, I don't fundamentally either. I love Jason and I love the lore, but I've been around long enough where it's like, I know what that movie did. I know how many of the first ones that it took and it encompassed and it did. It just didn't do the same thing for me. It just didn't. You know, I. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair, man. Hey. That's a fair thing. All right. That's All right. fair. Uh, Ricky, I'm going to argue that. I mean, I like both movies a lot. Shit, I love both movies. I don't, I wouldn't call either one a 10 in true fashion. Nor would I. Um, And I would be hard-pressed to pick which one I like. Because when I, when I have to decide which movie I like better, the only way for me to really do that is to decide which one would I delete from existence if I had to choose one. Okay. You, you don't have to do that. Well, that's how I do it. Oh, because otherwise I don't, you know, all or nothing. All or nothing. Right. (laughs) If I could only, if I could only have one of these two movies for the rest of my life, which one would it be? Oh, I, I'd pick that easy. (laughs) Um, and it's a tough choice because on the one hand, I have Bessie Palmer. Yeah. The last one hand, the the last 10 minutes of a movie. Yeah. Right. On the one hand, I have Bessie Palmer. And on the other hand, I've got, some funny, a couple of funny jokes, some funny yucks here and there, more boobs, more kills, and I've got to weigh those out. That being said, the Jason hops out of the lake ending is a good old fuck you ending that I love. Yeah. Fuck it, man. I'm going to go with the original. I want to watch her make coffee and stack couches against the door. <laughs> And I'll be high, and I'll be laughing at her dumb ass the whole time, just like I was this morning. <laughs> Bruh, I'm not kidding. When she was tying that rope on that door and stacking all that shit, I was just like, oh, what are you doing, bitch? <laughs> oh, no. Well, exactly. Exactly. And it established the lore. What happened to the boy? Well, we didn't find any boy. The boy, Jason. What happened to him? See, I no, wish like, they would have yeah. cut that shit out. Oh. I wish they would have cut that part out and just left it at Oh, here's a little zombie boy in the lake, and he got her ass. Credits. To me, that well, would have been like a well, and I think ending I think you're movie. right, but that was the fish hook for the next one. That was the fish hook for the next one. Like, I it's, guess, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, there, but there was no plan for a sequel at that time, though. Because it, it almost had like a phantasm ending. The, yeah, but yeah. yeah, they would have had to work around it like Phantasm 2 did. But yeah. But I want to point out that crucial fact. There was no plan for a sequel right. at the time right. when they made this movie. So there was no fish yeah. hook. There was no nothing. 
This movie was well, it a, was still it, you know, it was movie, still a fish hook though. It was still a fish hook. They this, I mean I think no, they no it was not. Well, no, any no, smart it was factually any, not. Any any smart filmmaker goes into the whole thing thinking could I make another one and so they give you a fish hook. Oh, not necessarily. No, no, not uh, at all. Quentin Tarantino horror, never does that. In, in horror, well, no, I'm not, saying in no, horror. not 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 nineteen eighty. No, they did not. They didn't oh, plan on they franchises. Did. Yes, they did. Yes, they no, did. No, they did not. Yeah. No, they did not. After after The Exorcist, after Jaws, after the first time. Yes, they did. What they year? Did, did. What what year did Exorcist two come out? Cause I'll finish off my thoughts. Oh. I'll interrupt y'all's silliness and finish off my thoughts. It's not silly. He, this, he doesn't on know this, what he's saying. On this movie, on which one I would choose. And I'm going to go with Madman. Yeah. I choose Madman over <laughs> both of these movies. I love that. Madman is a superior slasher. Trev's dead. Trev. <laughs> <laughs> Trev, Trev's, Trev's Payad, boy. He's Payad. <laughs> We got, we got Ricky and Oh, nine Halloween, sir. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Said, I'm well, not explaining shit. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Gator Bait then. If, if oh, shit. This, I'm going with Gator Bait. If we're going right. with better slashers out of all these, I'm going with fucking Terrifier. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell oh, <God>. yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, I think we're, I think we're a split crew here. So we, we actually yeah. have, we have no clear winner. No. Um, so we really don't because at the end of the day I do choose the OG like and so, and, so that's so that's yeah, a split yeah. down the middle. Yeah, so we'll have so. to get some we'll have to get some more of our friendly folks on. Um again, go back to look up the Joe Blow Horror Show Discord. Get on there. It's talk free. to us. It's, it's free. free. Talk to us. We'll put we some will, polls on the socials. Yeah, and we yep. will literally yep. have you on the podcast. You can be on the podcast if you <laughs> Yeah. Have this have the stones to show up and turn on your microphone. You can be on the podcast. So it, it, it helps us break up these fucking stalemates where Travis is wrong and Trevor is stupid. So <laughs> and, you know, we can we can we can get past this, but we need to do it as a team. Okay. So if you think the OG is great, come on. If you think two thousand nine is great, fuck off because you're a moron. Um and then, you know, again, still go to the Discord if you can, because to, to Ricky's point, it's free. You can yeah, join the Discord yeah. for free. It costs you no money. No money. Free, free. No government cheese, no stale bread. It costs you nothing. Real, <laughs> so real just, meal for five bucks, except yeah, it's free. Yeah, exactly. So just get on here and talk to us because we will all fucking talk to you because we love this shit. Yeah. That's yeah. what we do. Find okay? us at the nightclub at um, Nightclub Podcast on Instagram, Slasher. Uh, we're on Twitter. Also, email us at the nightclub at gmail.com. I don't shout that out enough lately. But um, yeah, let us know what you think. Friday the 13th, 1980 versus 2009. Which one's better? We're here tonight with the stalemate. We got, we got no fucking clear answer here. And don't forget long. about, don't forget about Trevor's prostate milking. That motherfucker thinks he's yeah. playground over there. Is sleep drunk right there, boy. That's right, sir. <laughs> Prostate exam, sir. You know what? <laughs> well, yeah, welcome to the nightclub where eventually somebody falls asleep and then we fuck with them ruthlessly. We just ruthlessly we fuck with them. You know. I want to thank it's... all y'all for being on fucking Halloween Havoc, the third annual Halloween Havoc. We've Hell had yeah. a fucking blast tonight, making up kaiju giallos on the spot, fucking Hell doing yeah. some trivia and having our stalemate debate 
Oh, embra- oh embrace crazy Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> embrace okay. crazy Ralph. He needs some love. Embrace him because it's a it's it's got a death curse. <laughs> it's got a death curse. Yeah, but yeah. Ricky just hit puberty. That was fun to watch. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, you know Embrace what? I, crazy Ralph. <laughs> crazy Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I come from I come from a place where Jason isn't a hamster. Oh. Uh, he he doesn't shop at the local militia supply store. Why? The, <laughs> and the and he militia actually supply store is awesome. Well, I, I think it is too. I think it is too. But he actually has to make his own way in the world because I, I, you know, Jason doesn't get a paycheck. I'm pretty sure he's not on welfare, so he, he has to like bring his own shit to the table. And when he's got like a a room underground where he has all of his weapons and there's all these like timbers, and he's like, no, just that's not Jason. Jason just makes his own way. He is a free spirit. Maybe that was his mom's shit. He was no. Was not because there was, was mom shit. She was, was doing all that. There was no mom in that remake. If, if he had, still if, the beginning, if he was, had her severed head, he had a mom in the beginning, bro. Uh, yeah, that was her old stuff from before she died. No, I love no. how this is still no, going. No, no, no. I love <laughs> this shit. No, no. Well, Crazy Ralph gets his in part two. So, yeah. yeah. R.I.P. Crazy Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> Trev, you want to say some shit? <laughs> Tunnels, bro. It's all about the tunnels. <laughs> tunnel, tunnel boy. Mm-hmm. I'm Be gonna ch- just like a hamster. Okay. I'm gonna, yep. I'm gonna I'm gonna shuttle through them tunnels, and I'm gonna say I want to thank all of y'all for being on this episode, for being on the third annual Halloween Havoc. You guys made it happen. I love y'all with all my heart, and I want y'all all to stay spooky this Halloween season. Love you too, bro. Love you too, bro. We hope y'all are well. Wherever you are, be, be it Scotland or in the sticks of Louisiana, we're hoping you're all doing well. Our chuttle boys, hoping all got, got your asses blown off by fucking Hurricane <laughs> Ian in Florida. Yeah, man. Um, and to Boss Tuna, uh, go fuck yourself, you asshole. You didn't show up. <laughs> <laughs>